Williams is going to reemerge down the stretch? You know, we don't know. You, you hope with the leadership they have that it should be the former of what you just said instead of the latter. You should see them turn it around and make a run. They need to beat one of these two teams that they're not supposed to beat. They need to hold serve, beat Syracuse, and beat Notre Dame. And then they need to go win one of those two road games, I think, either at Virginia or at, at NC State. Uh, NC State's an interesting game to watch because NC State is not a very good shooting team. So if they're not shooting the ball well, which is likely the case, Clemson, if Clemson is shooting the ball well, that's a game maybe Clemson can steal. Now, I don't, I wouldn't say I wouldn't pick Clemson as a favorite in that game, but I, I could, I wouldn't be surprised to see Clemson win that one of the, of the two. If they had, if there was one that I said they could win, that'll be the one I would say most likely. They can match up with Virginia, but let's be honest. You know, I know they won there last year, but historically, Clemson just does not play well at Virginia, and you know, it, 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 there's a lot of reasons why. But and but for some reason, it's hard to go count. It's like going to count on a win in Chapel Hill and count on a win in Durham. You know, for Clemson basketball. So you know, Virginia is a always been a difficult place for Clemson to play in, and um, I, I just wouldn't put your apples on that one. So. I would say NC State, man, that's the game that if they can win that one, they'll give themselves an opportunity then to give themselves a chance to advance to get in the Final Four, obviously. That would be huge to stay in the the four, be a top-four seed, I should say, and then, you know, win a tournament game in the quarterfinals there and get to the semifinals. I think they do that. That will get Clemson, I think, into the tournament. um, So where? I don't know. What kind of seed? I don't know. But I think if they go three and one in these last four, and win that quarterfinal game in the ACC tournament, then I think they got a they I got think they got a real good chance of making the tournament. So it's still there. There's still an opportunity. And the good news for Clemson is, I think they really control their own destiny right now at this point. Well, I don't think it's based on what anybody else does. They can finish in that top four of the ACC, then they're in good shape and really just get one win. And I think they're in. I really think they control their own destiny from that standpoint. He is Will Vandevoort. Uh, check him out at Steeler Will on Twitter. He is at allclemsontigers.com and the Believe Podcast Network. You were camped out at uh, Doug Kingsmore Stadium all weekend. Uh, what did you see, mm-hmm. and last night as well, what did you see that stood out uh, from the games, from the post-game press conferences and all that with uh, the Tigers uh, on the diamond so far? Yeah, I doubled up yesterday too. I was also uh, over at softball, <laughs> so I got to watch. Uh, busy day. I got to watch all of it. <laughs> it was a busy day yesterday. Uh, but uh, so yeah, um, as far as what we've seen so far, Coach Backett and, and the program. I mean, I really love the aggressive nature. And so basically, if you're if you're like doing what we do, Quark, right, and you're sitting there scoring a game, and, and, and you can't just say, okay, the ball is hit to you know, maybe sometimes the ball be hit depends on how it's hit. It's hit over to left field or right field, and you think, okay, maybe that looks like a signal, a single. All of a sudden, they like they're stretching them into doubles, man. They're being aggressive. We saw Kate Grice do that in Game Three uh, the other day against um, in the season opening series, and then we saw that last night as well in the bottom of the seventh inning, uh, where he's just turning on the Jets from the moment he makes contact. And you've seen a lot of guys do that, where they're stretching what last year would be singles, they're stretching them into doubles now because they're being more aggressive. And so that's putting a lot of pressure on the defense because now they know, okay, if you're scouting Clemson, you know this is the case, so you've got to be hopping on every ball. 
because uh, Clemson's going to be putting, uh, going to be running those guys and trying to put runners in scoring possession uh, position. And then the way they're stealing bases, what uh, twenty-one steals now in four games. That's uh, they only had thirty-two all of last year, uh, thirty-four the year before that. So they're well on their way to probably being over thirty-two by the end of this weekend. I would imagine <laughs> if, if things go the way they did last week, and so. You just seen, you know, laying down the blunt last night. Um, you know, that was huge. You've seen that now in back-to-back games where they've used that as a weapon to start an inning and really catch the defense off off guard and and get a runner in posi- uh, get a runner on base and then they move them over fast. And so I really love the aggressive style of this offense right now. And I I was asking uh, a couple kids this weekend, you know, how how good is it to pl- what's it like playing? in this kind of system and they're loving it. They're like, you know, it's making it fun because it's like every time they get a hit, they feel like they can go score a run because they're just being so aggressive on the base pads and are really putting pressure on the defense. All right. So with that in mind, I mean, I, I get people all the time saying, Quack, slow down. Uh, it's, it's three games or like today's four games, relax. Uh, they've got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. It's just Binghamton and Charlotte, whatever. It is my, <laughs> it is my belief that well, I mean, some of that is true. I do need to cool it, but it, some of this is because it's it's something that you can replicate. You're not just getting you know dynamic performances from starters that you feel like when they face better lineups they're going to get hit a little bit. You're not like you're not living on the edge with the with the style that you're playing. I think a lot of these are are traits that are going to carry over against higher level competition. Do you agree with that sentiment, or do you disagree? And maybe a little more of a wait and see approach about how good this team can be. Well, I think we still wait and see how good they can be. Um, but you know, listen, Eric Backers is a guy that's played for a national championship. Okay, he took his Michigan team to the finals uh, of the College World Series. He knows how to win and get the most out of his guys. And I think, you know, that starts with the foundation and how you lay it down. And he told us before the season started that he thought this team was as talented as any team he's had. Okay? So that tells you the talent's there. Because a guy like him who's won games, he's not just going to say that to say it. Right? You know, so to say this is the most talented, this is the most talented team I've had as a head coach tells you there's talent there. And Qualcomm, when you put talent with the coaching and you lay down the foundation of why it's important to do these things, such as run things out, such as laying down the bunt, such as knowing how to steal bases, when to steal bases, and how to be aggressive, when you put all these things together and you put them into play, it does does elevate the play of the players. And I think. There is an opportunity. I don't. Now, I'm not saying they're going to go to the College World Series or anything just yet. I'm saying, but but I am saying this team has a chance to be a pretty good baseball team, probably better than what most people think. And I and I uh, base that strictly on the pedigree of his coaching, because this is a guy who's coached at the highest level and, and got his team in position to win a national championship. So he knows what it looks like and what it takes to win. And when he says things like that, then you got to pay attention to it. Is what my point is. I think that's a very good perspective for sure. And we'll we'll continue to learn more as things go along. All right, final one for you. We're going to go back to the hardwood here. Yes or no, does Clemson win tonight against Syracuse? I'm going to say yes. I think they do. I think what I said earlier were those three guys they need to step up and make plays. I think they need all three of them. I think you're going to get all three of those guys playing well tonight. Um, 
I think, you know, with, with Syracuse's zone and how they play, you know, you're going to get opportunities to, to make shots on the, on the perimeter. Hunter Tyson is going to be huge for Clemson in this game, I think. I think he has a bounce-back game after the way he played against Louisville. Um, I think he's going to be hungry. you got a lot of leadership on this team still, and I believe it's going to come through for him. Um, hey, look, Brad said it, what, a couple weeks ago, right, Walk when he was talking about this team has – they're going to have their ups and downs, and they were they were on that high there for a while, but he kind of warned everybody. He's like, look, it's a long season. We're not going to be, you know win 20-something straight games to end the year. You know, we're going to have some struggles. And so it's how you respond to those struggles and come out of it. And I think tonight we maybe we see the first step of them coming out of those struggles and finding a way to, to turn things around and get themselves in position. He is Will Vandevoort, boys and girls. Check him out, allclemsontigers.com, the Believe Podcast Network, and, of course, at Steeler Will on Twitter. Thanks, buddy. Always good to visit with you, and uh, we'll do it again real soon. All right, Clark. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right, that is Will Vandevoort joining the program. Before we go to break... I want to tell you about our friends at the Phoenix Center. Uh, they are helping you. If you go to their website, phoenixcenter.org, you'll see what they're about as an organization. And I'm I'm very lucky to have, have had uh, lots of different influential voices that helped to steer me in the right direction. I didn't listen to them all the time, but they were they were there. And it truly did take a bunch of different voices to reinforce good decision-making and to reinforce uh, staying on the right path. That's where the Phoenix Center comes in because they are helping parents, but they're also helping people around parents to help uh, uh, reinforce those themes and those, uh, those, um, uh, I guess, those conversations that you have with young people. Because ultimately, we know this, young people don't listen all the time. I didn't listen all the time. And so we need people to say it five times so that maybe one of them can actually get through. That's the great thing about the Phoenix Center is that they're helping everybody around a young person, help them be successful. For more, go to phoenixcenter.org, check under resources. When we come back, Ben, I've got a slew of sports-related hump day headlines. Some of them more serious. Some of them make me sad. Some of them make me jump for joy. We'll discuss all of those after this. Save up to 50% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Browse the largest display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from five major brands at up to 50% off. See swim spas in action offering exercise, therapy, and fun all year long. Over 30 spas will be on display and immediate delivery is available. Show admission and parking are free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Visit hottubshow.com. That's hottubshow.com. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the upstate, western North Carolina, and North Georgia. 
Are you in need of a moving service? Are you in need of a junk removal service? College Hunks Haul and Junk and Moving has you covered. Looking for help loading or unloading a truck? Items moved around in your home or office or complete moving service? Give us a call. We also offer complete packing service. Looking to start spring cleaning early? College Hunks can help you there too. From one piece to an entire house with a 4.9 Google rating, you can't go wrong. Give us a call at 864-772-9242 or go to College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving online. East Main Furniture in Easley. Clearance sale is going on now. Everything in stock is highly discounted for great savings. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, and Liberty Furniture. All at discounted prices. Hurry in for the best selection. East Main Furniture, located at 829 East Main Street in Easley. Or call 864-442-6054 today. My Garage by Essex is proud to service the Clemson area with excellent service on all makes and models. They are professionals that perform high-quality workmanship with high-quality parts. With life being uncertain, you know you can be certain of My Garage by Essex, taking care of you and your family. Stop in to see them at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., or call 864-633-5800. Gilstrap Roofing has an experienced team that specializes in shingle, metal, and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full-service roofing contractor that has over 80 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269-1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com. Guys, listen up. Have you been struggling with ED? If so, we have some great news. There is finally a treatment for ED that requires no pills, no injections, and no surgery. This is the latest medical breakthrough for the treatment of erectile dysfunction. Greenville Men's Clinic is proud to offer the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, which has been proven to increase blood flow, reverse ED, and increase size. Stop wasting your time with pills that produce side effects and have little to no results. Medical institutions at Cambridge University and Cleveland Clinic have shown this technology to be safe with no side effects. So if you're looking for a proven solution, call Greenville Mint Clinic today. They have performed over 12,000 treatments with outstanding results and can help you too. Call Greenville Mint Clinic, 864-301-1111. That's 301-1111 or GreenvilleMintClinic.com. That's GreenvilleMensClinic.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Powered by UpCountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Crank it up and embarrass your children. The Roar where every day is game day.
You know, there's sometimes where I know that you're that your musical selections are more academic. Like I know in my mind I need this right now. And there's sometimes where I know that you're really like feeling it in your heart. And this this was a heart selection. I know that. This one takes me to another place. <laughs> I mean, I love it here. I really do. Right now I'm on I'm on the middle of Lake Hartwell somewhere. <laughs> We lost him. Not going to lie. We lost him. He's out. Sports? What's that? (laughs) Never heard of her. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Um, Let's go to the phone. 654-ROAR is the number. Let's go to Tim, who's up with us next, and then we'll go to Jason after that. What's up, Tim? Not much. I just got a couple questions. Uh, What do you think is uh, wrong with North Carolina right now? And uh, how, did, how far do you think Duke will go uh, in the ACC tournament and in the uh, other tournament uh, this year? I think North Carolina's problem is within because I heard a, a Baycock, he did an interview and he and they'd lost and he said uh, some of their players were playing hero ball. And I'm just wondering what, what your take is on North Carolina situation and how far do you think Duke will go? That's, that's a great question, Tim. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks very much. I, all right, here's, here's the, the North Carolina thing. I, can I, I'm going to say the real simple answer, and then in typical quag fashion, I'm going to give you a more complicated view. The real simple answer is they can't shoot. And I would say in addition to that, they can't shoot, but they keep trying. That's probably the most frustrating thing is they're a team that statistically – They rank, I want to make sure I get these numbers right, they rank 230th in the country in effective field goal percentage, which is a weighted stat that weights threes like one and a half shot attempts. So in other words, it tries to put threes and twos by expected points. It tries to put them on the same plane. Now, I know that 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 might go over some people's heads, so I'll boil it down a little bit. From two... North Carolina shoots 51.6%, which is good, not great. That's upper third of the country. They are in the bottom 30 in America in three-point percentage at 30.6%. And yet, they are about the midway point in three-point rate. So how many of your shots are threes? They're slightly below the average there. Simply put, they're taking too many threes. And because they're taking too many threes and low-percentage shots... It takes their best player, Armando Baycott, out of a lot of games. That's my synopsis on North Carolina. There are some other things going on, too. They don't force enough turnovers. Um, teams can run on them. They're, they're not really organized defensively when you get them in transition and semi-transition. But the main issue is they're a team that, that takes a lot of shots and that they're not going to make. There's still a team that returned four starters from a team that went to the national championship last year, and it's just hard to comprehend how that happened. I don't think they they were as good as that team looked. They got hot at the right time, and to credit to them for doing it last year, that happens a lot of times in the tournament, right? That's right. But I also don't think they're as bad as they've played. They're more talented than they've played this year. So they just they they maybe overachieved last year and underachieved this year with basically the same team. Hard to it's really hard to comprehend. I'm going to for OO Bank purposes. I'm going to go ahead and just reserve a spot for the team that makes a surprise run to the Final Four, 
and say they're going under their win total next year. Because we have now done this twice in a row. We did it with UCLA when they went to the Final Four and they underachieved that. And we've done it with North Carolina now where they went to the Final Four and we didn't know. We're like, wow, uh, now, now is when they're really going to be great. And they end up underachieving that. Yeah, UCLA had a lot of injuries the following year, though. That's true. They, theirs was more injury-related. With North Carolina, the only piece that's different is they traded Brady Manick for Pete Nance. Mm-hmm. And Pete Nance is a good player, but he ain't shooting 44% from three and getting white hot at the end of the year and being really a rock defensively like uh, Brady Manick was. Yeah. On Duke right now, Lenardi has them a six seed, which, <laughs> okay, um, he has uh, six-seeded Duke versus eleventh o- Oklahoma State, who's on a little three-game slide right now. But like that would be that would be an ugly physical basketball game if that one played out right now, and Duke would not win that game. Here is here is, but, but they would be in the tournament. That's right. Here's the thing that that bothers me about trying to have these types of conversations. Is because, and, and, and no disrespect to the caller because I, I don't mind having these conversations about, well, this feels like a Sweet 16 team or this feels like a, a team that can win a game in the tournament or this feels like a Final Four team. The reality is Duke, like most teams, is going to be a product of matchups. Absolutely. You just took the words out of my mouth. Yes. If you give me a Syracuse or a team that plays zone and you tell me that that team's going against Duke, absolutely. Sign me up for Duke making a run. If you give me a team that wants to guard hard, that has some size, that keep teams on, keeps teams on the offensive glass, that can defend without fouling, that can make a high percentage of outside shots, I'm going to tell you that's a team that's going to beat Duke. And I, there are lots of teams in both of those buckets to the point that when I draw that line, I go, well, Duke could easily lose their first game or they could easily go to the Elite Eight. I don't think this is a Final Four team because I've said this before. I know they made 13 threes against Syracuse. I just don't think they are skilled enough. I think they have talent. I think they're really talented, but I think their best talent is their athleticism. And I don't think a team whose best trait is their athleticism, sometimes to the exclusion of some of the skill-related parts of the game, is going to go to the Final Four. Yeah, to your point, they're they're not good enough this year to adapt to other styles of play. They're They're going to play you one way. That's right. Duke, that is, uh, you know, they they just don't have they don't have that same talent where they can can play multiple ways. And we know that if you can get two quick fouls on Jeremy Roach, throws them all the way. We know that they yeah. struggle without Roach in their point guard. Now, now in and fa- Filipowski too. In fairness, there's a lot of teams that are what I just described this year. Yes, there's not a ton of adaptable teams, not nearly as many as you've had in the past. That's right. Unfortunately, there's not as many of the like the ACC is full of teams like that mm-hmm. that are that can make a run. They're really good, but you know if they run into that perfect matchup, it doesn't right. matter how better they are, how much better they are than that team. They're they're gonna they're gonna hit a wall. Let's go to Jason, who's up with us next on the phones. What's up, Jason? Hey, thanks for my call. Stay yes, on sir. the topic of college basketball. Let me get your take on Rick Barnes of Tennessee. Yeah, you know, the very uh, inconsistent Tennessee fan this season. Their offense has just, just been, been terrible. They can't always be blamed on the coach, but I do think sometimes, you know, uh, Coach Barnes, I don't think he sometimes overcoaches. Their players look up tight. I think that can kind of, uh, that can kind of trickle down from the coach. I mean, he's a great coach. A lot of uh, team fans of teams would, uh, 
would trade places with Tennessee, where they they're going to make the tournament again this year. Be five of the last six seasons. You know, historically, you know, last you know a bunch of years Tennessee that hasn't made the tournament, so really can't complain about that. But overall, with Coach Barnes, it's almost like there's more to be desired from him. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's uh, you know I think he went thirty something seasons between winning conference tournaments. He won one at Providence and won one last year that, you know, won one last season. And I don't know what postseason. I, I know it's somebody that Texas. Uh, several years I thought he, you know, underachieved during tournament time. But, you know, then again, and you could get hot, make a final final four run this season. You know, anything can happen. But uh, just kind of want to get, get your take on Coach Barnes. Thanks for my call. For sure, Jason. Appreciate the phone call. I, this is a hard – it's a hard one for me, Ben, because I really respect Rick Barnes and the job that he's done at a bunch of places. I I think if you got a guy who, you know, kind of underachieved at Texas but achieved everywhere else, that guy's still a good coach because we know Texas is a job that can eat people. Shaka Smart's a perfect – I mean, Marquette's about to win a, a Big East Conference championship with a guy that, you know, couldn't get to the tournament all the time at Texas – I don't I don't know. Uh, to me it is about it is it's not like when I say well they don't develop. Well they but they do. You you can look at it. You, they do develop. Tennessee that is? Yes. I don't feel like they have this season though, Quark. Throughout this, the season. I agree with that. Now, I agree with that. I, I mean they look they look like a you know, top ten type team early in the year. I feel like a lot of their the teams, especially as SEC teams, a lot of SEC teams that look much better here at the end of the year. Tennessee's not one of them. They're still a very good team, don't get me wrong. But, you know, there was a point in the year that we put them as one of the elites. They're just not. And and I, too, I like I like Rick Barnes a lot. But he's a very stubborn coach. He does one thing. He is going to focus on defense. Uh, and And he's not coming out of that mentality, out of that frame of mind. What ha- What I told you I thought was going to happen with A&M last night is exactly what happened. They they fought each other in the first half. They both played great defense, but then A&M actually has guys that can shoot the ball from time to time, and they did, and they, they pulled away at the end, one, one by five. I didn't even feel like it was a five-point game, though, at the end. I mean, it felt like A&M should have been up by more than that. You know... T- Barnes and Tennessee, they're they're a fine team. I mean, a lot of people would like to be where they are, but in that elite category, no. no not even close, really, for me. They, in the last three games, I believe, they've been without Julian Phillips and Josiah Jordan-James. That's hurt them lately. Yeah. Um, they are another team, and I think even more so than what I said with North Carolina. When you look at the amount of their shots that they take from three, you would assume that they make a high percentage of threes. Last night, they were 9 of 31, and that was a normal performance for them. Here's the issue. They're a team of, of volume outside shooters that does not have an inside scoring presence. And that's different than North Carolina because North Carolina is taking threes that they don't have to take because you've got Baycott inside that can score. And you've got guys that can slash and get to the rim. The problem with Tennessee is you have Vescovy, who's a good shooter, that's had some some off games. But then you have Ziegler, who's turned into a chucker. He had 14 points on 17 shots last night. You have lots and lots and lots of guys who you put in a game who think they're going to make threes that don't make threes, but you don't have somebody 
who can go with their back to the basket and go and get a bucket underneath the rim. They just don't have that. And that feels like when, when you've got guys like um, like Tennessee's had in the past where they're big, like, like uh, Rick Barnes had at, at Clemson, where you've got big, strong, thick, physical guys that can score from the mid-range, they can get to the rim. Guys like, um, oh, John Fulkerson was one. Back to the, a couple years ago. Back to <laughs> wow. the basket. That guy couldn't play for anybody, but back to the basket, making plays, absolutely. Grant Williams, perfect example of the type of wing. He was, like, what, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, but could play with his back to the basket, strong, wanted to get rebounds. That type of player, rather than a guy who just sits back and chucks it, that's a guy that Rick Barnes needs. They don't have that this year. And so offensively, they are going to struggle. Now, last night, they did run into uh, a team in Texas A&M that can play that way with better skill. By the way, Buzz Williams like clockwork, man. Year three, this is what he is. And you know what? By year six, he's either going to have another job or go to the NIT. There's nobody better <laughs> at the five-year plan than Buzz Williams. And at year six, it craters. And he's done it everywhere he's been. I am so impressed with Texas A&M and the way that they played last night in a game that took two and a half hours as I was trying to watch my game. Yeah, right. And it was like 11 minutes left in the Indiana game before I actually got in there. Because there were so many fouls in the game. You said they fought. They literally fought. I posted on Twitter last night. More people should have liked that tweet, man. That was funny. It was Peter Griffin and the chicken <laughs> fighting on Family Guy. That's what they did. They just punched each other repeatedly over and over and over again. They combined for 42 fouls last night between Tennessee and Texas A&M. That's why I say Tennessee matched up against a team that does what they do, but they do it better on the offensive end. And you looked at the trajectory of these two teams. A&M's kind of peaking at the right time. I don't think you can say that about Tennessee right now. Their defense, they're the number one 10-palm defense in the country. They are. But their offense is not good enough to go to a Final Four. It's just not right now. Let's take a break. Final segment. We got Hump Day Headlines next. The Bojangles back at Bojangles, and it's dusted with Bo's famous seasoning. Hook one while you can. Save up to 50% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Browse the largest display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from five major brands at up to 50% off. See swim spas in action offering exercise, therapy, and fun all year long. Over 30 spas will be on display, and immediate delivery is available. Show admission and parking are free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center. Center at Clemson University. Visit hottubshow.com. That's hottubshow.com. Mattress shopping? Look no further than Engineered Sleep. Visit their showroom in Greenville and try the ES Duo. This two-piece hybrid mattress is their most popular seller. If it's in stock, pick it up the same day or schedule a delivery. Setup is free. Plus, they take away your old mattress. Manufactured mattresses in Greenville for 90 years. Call 866-244-0898 or go to engineeredsleep.com. Save up to $600 and get two free pillows with code WCCP. Better sleep. Rest assured. Standing water or that musty smell in your basement can be a sign of major problems. Canty Foundation Specialists are your local experts in basement waterproofing and crawl space repair. Call us today for a free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialists at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantyconfixit.com. 
put some extra room in your monthly budget. Right now, when you refinance your ride with Founders, you can beat your current auto rate by 1% and make no monthly payments for 90 days. That's a deal that will leave you feeling super confident that you can pay off your vehicle. Get moving. Visit foundersfcu.com forward slash super rates to see how we can help get you moving. That's foundersfcu.com forward slash super rates. Terms and conditions apply. Membership qualification required. Federally insured by NCUA. Guys, listen up. Have you been struggling with ED? If so, we have some great news. There is finally a treatment for ED that requires no pills, no injections, and no surgery. This is the latest medical breakthrough for the treatment of erectile dysfunction. Greenville Men's Clinic is proud to offer the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, which has been proven to increase blood flow, reverse ED, and increase size. Stop wasting your time with pills that produce side effects and have little to no results. Medical institutions at Cambridge University and Cleveland Clinic have shown this technology to be safe with no side effects. So if you're looking for a proven solution, call Greenville Mint Clinic today. They have performed over 12,000 treatments with outstanding results and can help you too. Call Greenville Mint Clinic, 864-301-1111. That's 301-1111 or GreenvilleMintClinic.com. That's GreenvilleMensClinic.com. William Nichols from Scores Jewelers. You know, I'm very fortunate to work in an industry that's almost entirely focused on celebrating life's good times and milestones. Like the anniversary highlighting 5, 10, 15 years or more spent with your best friend, birthdays and Christmases, and maybe the biggest day of all, the marriage of two people. Her engagement ring is more than just a diamond and a piece of gold. On the day it's given as a gift, it becomes a meaningful symbol marking the start of your new life together. In a few years, you won't remember the price tag on her engagement ring, but you will remember that look on her face when you open the box. That moment of sheer joy and excitement that says so many things to her that you could never express in words. This is the true value of a ring. The reason these things are handed down from one generation to the next. She's the one. Show her with the ring from Scores Jewelers. We'll help you find or make the perfect ring that says everything you want to say the moment you open the box for her. I'm William Nichols of Scores Jewelers and Anderson and online at scoresdiamondjewelers.com and I want to be your jeweler. If you or someone you know has been unable to work full-time and has been dealing with a veteran's disability case or TDIU claim on their own for several years and has received a hearing notice, it still isn't too late to get a lawyer for your case. Let's improve your chance of victory with your case today with the team at Thompson & King. They know veterans' law. It's never too late to know more about your case and be as prepared as possible. Call Thompson & King at 864-222-0200 or visit thompsonking.com and let us help you. Every pitch, every at-bat, and every game, we have you covered. We're the flagship station for Clemson baseball. 105.5 and 97.5, we are the roar. All right, final segment of the program. We're going to hear from the camel in a moment. We got some good headlines to just briefly dance around here today. Uh, First, I want to tell you about Buff City Soap. You know, I got a new uh, beard oil. I think my brother gave it to me, maybe. I've been wearing a new beard oil from uh, Buff City Soap. I noticed. It's tobacco. Thank you. It's uh, tobacco bay leaf, I think it is. 
And my wife, I'll just say, my wife was not enamored with the beard oil that I chose first. Uh-huh. She she likes this one better. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna rock that. And here's here's the good news. Here's why this is important. Because at Buff City Soap, you got options, man. There's a scent for everybody in every single thing. And they got sales all day. They had a flash sale yesterday. Like, oh, by the way, you can save on everything. Just to, just today. That's what you get at Buff City Soap. There are two locations to serve you. Uh, inside uh, the store at the Shops of Greenwich in Greenville. And also inside the Hartwell Village Shopping Center in Clemson. Uh, also, want to tell you about PhD weight loss. Uh, John Hyde's going through it right now. He just told me, uh, he was like, wow, you know, you were right about one thing. Uh, the bars are tremendous. And I know. Because I I had a bunch of them over weeks and weeks. The what now? The bars, the like the snack bars they give you. Oh, those yes, kind of bars. Yes, those okay. bars. They are unbelievable, unbelievable. And uh, the shakes are great, and the soups are great. John was having uh, John was having soup and some some vegetable chili a while ago, which is nice. Uh, I'm, I love seeing people's lives change. I love seeing John get on the program and stick with it. And uh, you know it's. It's worth it. It's worth it if you're trying to lose a bunch of weight, you've been frustrated about other programs, you want to make legitimate life change, you don't want to have to go back on a diet after a year because you put all the weight back on. That's the difference with PhD weight loss. I had a maintenance call with them this morning, got to say everything's great. They were like, hey, if we can help you with anything, let us know. That's how available they are. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. That's MyPhDWeightLoss.com. PhD Weight Loss official partner of the Clemson Tigers. In fact, I called them back. I missed their phone call. I called them back today. And it said, hello, this is PhD Weight Loss, official partner of the Clemson Tigers. And then they said who it was. So that's a, a big part of uh, that's a big part of their thing now. Ben, I know we got a bunch to discuss. Not a lot of time. Let's hear from the camel. Uh oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is. It's hump day. I'm going to start with some ratings talk. I love ratings talk. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. Did you care about any of this? I know we talked about the slam dunk contest with Mac McClung. Did you watch any moment of the uh, of the All-Star game on Sunday? No. No. Why would you do that? In fact, I saw somebody say on Twitter, if the players don't really care, why should the fans? Great question. Uh, well, I, I... It's not like I protested it or anything. It's... It's an exhibition. It's a shooting exhibition. It's not a game. They're not gonna. It's not gonna look like a game. There's an understanding that you're not playing defense, and and I'm like I'm not bashing them for that. They don't really try to hide that. So you tune in knowing that, like, if you tune in and you're shocked that they don't play defense, then you have been paying attention for the last decade, right? Yes. I I, I don't. I personally just don't care to watch guys shoot well i think the biggest thing about the all-star game is it gives people a break now there are guys that are like mad they have to play in it and because they would rather have the days off uh the worst rating ever lowest rated easily according to uh according to sportsmediawatch.com the previous low is a 3.1 rating in the last two years they had a 2.2 for this one the previous low around six million viewers they barely scraped past four and a half down 29% the ratings. Viewership 27% from last year's All-Star game. 
No Steph Curry. Uh, LeBron James and Giannis both played very little and really didn't appear. And the record lows didn't stop there. There were record lows for the three-point contest, the slam dunk contest, the Rising Stars Challenge across the board. Basically, uh, no one cares about these All-Star games. Not surprising. No, not at really all. Uh, Quag, somebody else that doesn't care about a sport, did you see what the uh, CEO, John Angelo, of the uh, Baltimore Orioles said recently? I did. Oh, this is so bad. Man. I mean, we know there are owners and CEOs out there who don't care about their team. They don't care about winning and losing. But Quack, he flat said, quote, bringing concerts to Camden Yards, the partnership with the city, then the team, end quote. That's his priority. That is what is important to him. Uh, now, if you've watched the Orioles play, I would say they probably win more games. They win games despite their owner and the tools around them. But... I man, to hear an owner say that, how in the world do you continually? Uh, I, I I call him the owner. He's the CEO. Is he also the owner? Um, he is. You know, that's a really good question. I kind of pegged him that way. I, I I've always assumed that, but he that he's not listed as the owner. He's listed as the CEO. It, regardless, somebody high 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 up in that organization. He is the majority owner. Okay. He is the majority owner, is. yeah. Uh, somebody high, high, high up winning and the team is the third highest, third most important thing. That's rough. That's that's not good. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my franchise is dealing with that too, so Godspeed, Orioles. Best of luck to everybody. Have you seen what's happening to Georgia? Did, I mean, I don't want to make an old joke here, but... Does, does somebody have to tell Joe Biden that Georgia won two national championships back-to-back? Can we get Probably. Georgia to the White House? Probably. I mean, my gosh, man. He's got a million people working for him. Nobody watched the national championship game in the White House? You kidding me? He forgot. I mean, look. I understand. Look, I know that, like, that's a lot of expense. It's a lot of people. So is this a story right now that they – I haven't seen this. Yes, this is a story that they're not going back. This was uh, one of the players – who posted on social media, uh, we're not going back, Warren Brinson, no invite to the White House is crazy, with the sweating brow emoji, and then uh, went uh, uh, tagged at POTUS. And it's the second straight year. Now, like, the first year, with, obviously, it was uh, COVID. It was, COVID was the, uh, was the reason. But now, they're just not going. They're just not going. And... Uh, Representative Earl Leroy Buddy Carter and the two Georgia Senators, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, all signed a request that the White House host them. They are not being hosted by the White House, Ben. This is a national... I remember when the NBA champions not going was bad when Trump was the president. I need to hear the same outrage right now. That's what you get for winning back-to-back. I mean... Stingy Georgia fans. Let somebody I mean, look, else win one, then you get invited back. I thought, and I don't under, I don't know if if the Warriors like preemptively struck and said we're not going, and Trump was like, "Fine, you went about it anyway." I I don't know if that was the case, but I just think we need to normalize that all the champions just go to the. Can we just do that? Like, if you win a champion, everybody you just either go goes to the or nobody goes. Right. Let's just let's just do that now. Uh, Quack, a group of tourists in San Juan, Puerto Rico, they're on a sightseeing vessel, 
and they're going down the coastline and they see this massive hammerhead shark in the water. Ooh, 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 it ooh, is ooh. described as a massive hammerhead shark. There's 32 people on this boat. And then on the shoreline, they see a... So they're taking photos of this shark, right? Then a dog jumps in the water and swims from... I'm not making this up. Swims from the shore to where this shark is. Now it turns to terror. They think they're getting ready to watch this mid-sized dog eaten by a shark. The dog makes it to the location of the shark. The shark and the dog basically tussle in the water. What? There be people got photos of this, right? Um eventually the shark swims away. Dog swims back to shore. People who have seen this said, this is a dog that is routinely on the shoreline. He thinks that he is protecting the people on this boat from this shark. I, I'm i not going anywhere with this story other than I just think it's an amazing story that you're a tourist and you see this and you think you're about to see a dog get killed and you're horrified by it. And then you basically watch in a million years does somebody say, Man, I'm going to Puerto Rico. I sure hope I get to see a dog fight a shark. These people actually did it. And, and you know what? What a giant upset. This is like UMBC, Virginia, that the dog is the one that gets to keep going and the hammerhead <laughs> right. shark is the one that has to tuck tail and run? What the heck, man? That's unbelievable. Hey, speaking of unbelievable, have you seen some of the numbers on Colorado spring game? I have not. They're very excited about Dion. According to the Boulder Daily Camera, this is Brian Howell reporting, Colorado is selling spring game tickets for the first time. They're, they're selling them. Okay. Almost 25,000 tickets sold to the spring game. That's more than the majority of their home games. Okay. Last year, right? From 2015 to 22, the announced attendance at the, the combined announced attendance at Colorado spring games Oh, from 15 to 22, eight years, 30,450. <laughs> there on. were 1,950 people that went to the free football event last year. Less than 2,000 people. Students claim more than 6,000 free tickets for this game this year. So the total reservations, paying plus free, is now over 30K. That's as much as saw the last eight combined at Colorado. I wonder what they're going to do with the money from ticket sales for a, a spring game. Hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. They, it's not surprising. No. Well, Hope I it mean, doesn't snow. <laughs> that's true. Hey, Quark, we got Easter coming up. Suck. In fact, it's Ash Wednesday today. Yes. Uh, do you like... Cadbury eggs, the chocolate Easter eggs. You know what? I do. I know they're polarizing. I, I like them. Okay. Um, well, this gentleman in England likes them better than you did, than you do. Prosecutors say that a man broke into an industrial park to steal almost 200,000 chocolate Cadbury Shut eggs. Up. 200,000? He wanted Dude, to steal them all? He stole an 18-wheeler. He, uh, Police 
found out about it, they were able to apprehend him before he ever made it to his destination. He he stole the truck, hooked it up to the trailer after he cut through the fence, and stole it. But the best part of all, uh, the headline by the West Mercia Police Department is, we have arrested the Easter Bunny. <laughs> And then here, hey, another one real quick. Uh, a Florida man was pronounced dead by two paramedics in Clearwater. And uh, the the man's daughter called, said, I think my dad's had a heart attack. She's doing CPR on him when they get there. They check his pulse, don't find a pulse. They say, I'm sorry, he's dead. She says, but his chest is going up and down. They said, if that's an involuntary movement, he's dead. Sheriff's department is called to the scene. Sheriff looks at him and says, that man's still breathing. They call a different police, to, a different ambulance service. Uh, he was resuscitated and is now alive. Whoa! Can you believe that? What a disaster. Oh, man. How many people got fired? Uh, like a live yeah. person dead. And the daughter's there like, he's breathing. He's breathing. No, he's not. Like, no. Yes, he is. No. And you know what? Honestly... Like, what are y'all's wrong? Like, what are y'all's wrong? Should we err on the side of, what if he's breathing? Should we just resuscitate right. him just in case? Oh, man, that's going to do it for ACH today. I think Clemson wins tonight. I do. I think they beat Syracuse. Last possession. WCCP FM 105.5. Clemson, Greenville-Anderson. WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens. 